are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Mariners, and thank you so much for making us your first listen of the day. Today is Friday, February 4th, 2022. I am your host, Titan Gonzalez, joined as always by my co-host, Colby Patnode. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, that's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z, and Colby at CPAT11, that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Be sure to also check out our Patreon, where we talk about the Mariners even more, and also get into some non-baseball talk twice a week. Visit patreon.com forward slash control zone for more information on that if you are interested. And it is Fan Fiction Friday here on Lockdown Mariners. You submitted your Mariners trade proposals. We're going to read and grade as many as we can over the next 30 or so minutes. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. If you like what you hear, give us a follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this. We greatly appreciate it. So let's start with the uh, two trades that we got via email. Actually, I believe we got three. There was two in, in one of the emails. Let's start with Cole here, though, who has a deal with the Marlins in which the Mariners get Sandy Alcantara um, and for uh, Harry Ford, Levi Stout, and Zach Deloach. What do you think? Uh, Alcantara is not available. Uh, he just signed an extension with the Marlins. They're not trading him. Um, it doesn't really matter what you throw at them. They're not going to take it at this stage. You could throw Julio at them. They're not going to take it. Um, so, yeah, in terms of, you know, had... Alcantara not been signed to an extension. Uh, it's probably going to be a little light for the Marlins. I think they would want their leading piece to be somebody who's closer to the big leagues because it seems like the Marlins are wanting to take that next step towards contention in the NL East. And so trading a number two starter who looked like an ace for large uh, large stretches of the year for a guy who's four or five years away it's they're just not going to be they just i don't think they would be interested in that i, I think for if they ever had a shot at alcantara it was probably going to be have to be julio or jared kelnick uh before he signed the extension so um mm-hmm. love the pitcher but uh, he's just simply not available to the mariners or to anybody yeah point. love the pitchers love the pitcher as well but he's you know yeah he for all the reasons that colby said he's he's not available so um and even if he was, this deal isn't going to get it done. Harry Ford's, uh, you know, fantastic prospect. We like Levi Stout. We like Zach Deloach. Um, but that's not going to get it done for for Alcantara. Um, I know that I said Alcantara earlier, but I, yeah. Um, it would it would have to take like Julio, you know, Jared Kelnick, et cetera, if you're even trying to get the conversation going on that front. This is a guy that's a that's an ace on the rise. So, uh, yeah, um, as as uh, as as solid as those prospects are, and, and Ford is obviously incredibly underrated. Um, it's just uh, that's not even going to get anything going there. I don't think. Um, so I'll give it um thirty eight. Colby, yeah, probably thirty five. Feeling, yeah. All right. Let's move on to Jay Qua. Uh, who has uh, a couple of deals. Uh, one is uh, Brandon Williamson to the A's for Chris Bassett. So you willing to trade Brandon Williamson for your Chris Bassett? No. Neither am I. Yeah. I it's mean, uh, like if I was getting more control, like Bassett's a good pitcher. Don't get me wrong. You're, like he helps all that stuff, mm-hmm. but Williamson's close. Um, and 
you know, he's got all the club control, all that stuff. Like he's one of the better prospects in the Mariners system, severely underrated league wide. I feel uh, for the most part, I mean, he's starting to get his due a little bit, but yeah, for, for one year, Chris Bassett, um, I don't know. I like that might be what it takes. I'll say that like the A's might ask for Brandon Williamson, but at that point, I think Jerry DePoto just says no. And uh, I would, I would say no as well. I just, that's a little too rich for my blood. Yeah. I just, at that point, just go sign Michael Pineda. Um, I might trade somebody like Levi Stout for one year of Bassett, but even that, uh, rather not. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I don't think you're going to have to do that. Uh, so I, I think you should mm-hmm. be looking at guys more in the, you know, Taylor Dollard and uh, Victor Labrada or something like that type of deal instead of a, a classic one. Yeah. one. I'll give it a 40. Yeah, same. All right. Uh, Jake Qua's other uh, trade proposal is another uh, Jose Ramirez one. He said, uh, you know, he, he wants to, to go round two here. He, he had a, a Jose Ramirez proposal last week. So he's trying again. Uh, it's Ramirez for Emerson Hancock, Noel V. Marte, Levi Stout, and Brandon Williamson. So a hefty package for the Mariners side to try and get the uh, perennial MVP candidate. How do you feel about this one? Uh, yeah, that's probably what it would take, um, to, yeah. you know, assuming he's even available, which doesn't sound like Cleveland wants to trade him right now. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, they're going to trade him next year and, and, or this winter, yeah. or this next winter. So, I mean, like he's playing his last mm-hmm. year for Cleveland right here. So if I can get that, if I'm Cleveland, I understand that I'm never going to get a package that good for Ramirez if I keep him. Um, right. so yeah, if I, if I were Cleveland, I would strongly consider doing that. Do I think they will or would mm-hmm. probably not, but that's more about Cleveland yeah. than it is the actual trade proposal. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about three potential top 100 prospects here and a really strong arm and in, in Levi Stout as well. Uh, that's a, that's a huge get for Cleveland for yeah. a player that is ultimately going to be leaving within the next two years. So yeah, um, if I'm Cleveland, I would jump all over this uh, because I know what's eventually going to happen here in the Jose Ramirez situation. I think we all do, um, but I'm not sure if they actually do it. But uh, I think you uh, you pretty much hit the uh, the nail right on the head here for the most part on on this package. So um, you know, I think maybe there would uh, the Cleveland would probably want someone that's already at the major league level somewhere in this deal. I don't know where exactly, but. You know, Abraham Toro, Kyle Lewis, Luis Torrens, maybe one of those guys is interesting for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a this is an incredible package that, that Cleveland would should absolutely take. I have a little bit of hesitancy from the Mariners side, but ultimately in the end, you're getting, a like I said, a perennial MVP candidate, Jose Ramirez, one of the best third basemen in today's game. So uh, I'm going to give the steal like a 55, actually. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, good stuff there uh, from the uh, from the email from Jay Quas specifically. Um, yeah, awesome. All right, let's move on to Twitter here now and start with Eight Crash Davis on Twitter, who has a deal with the Orioles, in which the Mariners trade Matt Brash and Justice Sheffield 
for pitching prospect Kyle Bradish. Um, my initial reaction is is why not just stick with Matt Brash and keep Justice Sheffield? Like, yep, I think Brash is definitively a better prospect than Bradish. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I I don't think they're uh. I, I guess they're comparable when you look at their statistics and, and you can see why, but if they're comparable, why wouldn't you just keep the guy that you have? You know, yeah. I mean? like you're not upgrading clearly and there's still a shot that justice turns into something. I mean, he was a, a pretty mm. good number four in, in 2020. Uh, so, you know, he's got a good slider there. There's still enough there and he's got options. So it's not like he's, he's burning a spot on your 40 man roster. And also, that's the other thing. Both of those guys are on the 40-man, so, you know, you're clearing a space for you, but, you know, you're creating a problem for somebody else. So, uh, yeah, I just I would just rather have Brash, and so I'm not going to give up Sheffield for a lateral yeah. move, in my opinion. It just doesn't make sense to me. So, uh, no thanks. Yeah. I'll pass. Yeah, same. I'm going to give this one, like, a 25 to a 30. Ouch. <laughs> so, 28. Ow. Okay. Um, I'll give it a like a 35. Cause I think the two pitchers are like I mean, if that's you, not that much better. <laughs> I mean Yeah, it kind of is. Like that's yeah. that's a big jump to go from 25 to 35. That's like Daniel Vogelback speed. I, I said, tw- Tom I said Murphy. 28. I said 28. I said 28. I said 25 to 30 and I, and I landed on 28. So yeah. Okay. What? A little over half. Okay. A grade. Whatever, whatever you say. All right. You're, you're not coming out of here smelling right. Like roses either here. <laughs> More than you. So, um, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So, uh, we got more trades on the way from Twitter, from you on Twitter. There's, uh, there's quite a, quite a few to go over. Don't know if we'll get on, uh, if we'll be able to do all of them, but uh, we're going to try to do as many as we can over the next couple of segments. But first, a reminder, this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring by like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where is the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Now compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And with Built Bar, you're not sacrificing flavor. There are so many amazing flavors to choose from, from coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many, many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors. So check out Built.com often to see what's new. And go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 right now and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. You're listening to Locked On Mariners. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. We greatly appreciate your support. Let's continue Fan Fiction Friday with Michael Thompson at Michael T underscore 05. Says, not saying I'm for this, but I consider this the all-in move. 
Seattle acquires Jose Ramirez and Shane Bieber. While Cleveland acquires prospects Mart- uh, Noelvi Marte, Emerson Hancock, Zach Deloach, Brandon Williamson, and outfielders Kyle Lewis and Taylor Trammell. Seattle gives up a ton, but can win immediately, he says. Colby, do you think this gets it done for Jose Ramirez and Shane Bieber? And how interested would you be in this kind of deal? I don't think it gets it done. Um, Mm -hmm. Bieber, I think, still has three years of club control left. Um, And Ramirez has two. So you're getting two years of a MVP candidate and three years of a Cy Young Award candidate. Um, Yeah. That's going to be very pricey. And Hancock's value is down enough. Lewis's value is down enough. Trammell's value is down enough that I just don't think this is something that Cleveland is going to do. Um, yeah. Because I just, I, I don't think Cleveland is going to sell uh, this year and we can talk about how that's a mistake uh, or how we think it's a mistake, but I think that's the reality of it. Um, so I think to get both of those two, you're going to have to include Julio or Kelnick or Gilbert or Kirby um, in any package that you have. So um, I just, I don't think it's going to be enough. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's, it's okay, but it's, it's just, you can't, you can't trade those two guys together for an okay package. You have to be blown away. And I don't think that does it. Mm-hmm. Looking at, at Bieber, it's just the addition of that. It's just, it's so difficult to construct a trade package around that, you know? Like it's just the, the addition, it's already hard enough to create a Jose Ramirez trade package. But when you, when you add a perennial Cy Young candidate, when he's healthy to the mix as well, it's just that that gets really convoluted. Not saying that it's impossible to make such a trade happen like that. I just, I don't know. It's hard to gauge what like Cleveland would actually take for that, you know? So if they would be willing to to ship those guys off in separate deals, and honestly, it might be more beneficial to them to trade them in separate deals, right? To see what else they can get for one while they, you know, they explore the market for the other. They don't have to do all of their shopping at one spot. Obviously, the Mariners, according to Baseball America, have the best farm system in baseball, so that's a pretty good spot to do your shopping. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's just, this is a, it's a lot. So like I, at the most, like, I'm not going to say this is a bad trade proposal because I really, I, I don't know. And Cleveland is also really weird, but I, I feel like I can't give it anything more than like a 42 because there's just like, it, there's just so, so many variables here. I'd probably give it like a 45. It's, it certainly is. Um, uh, what's the word adventurous. Uh, and there are elements of it that I think Cleveland would like, like getting Lewis and Williamson who are both. Well, Lewis is in the big leagues. Williamson will be very soon. And, and Trammell certainly fits, um, you know, what they, what they kind of look for. So I, I think there are some elements of mm-hmm. it that work, but I just, I think if you put Kirby in there instead of Hancock, maybe you have a shot at it, but I just, the Mariners aren't going to do that. And neither is Cleveland. So it's 45. All right, cool. So uh, thank you, uh, Michael, for for the idea. Um, it's certainly interesting, like I said. 
it's just it's so hard with uh, with a deal like that when you're talking about two legitimate you know top tier players um, and trying to trade for them in one go. Um, let's move on to uh, to Brandon uh, Brandon Keba at Keba with a three instead of an E, uh, who has a deal with the Giants. Tyler Beatty, Austin Slater, and Brett Auerbach for Levi Stout, and he um, he posted a a stat here, a screenshot of a stat here that showed um, Tyler Beatty in 2019 was one of just five pitchers who had three of their pitch types uh, produce a swinging strike percentage of 15%. Um, the others were Garrett Cole, just Joe Musgrove, Noah Syndergaard, and Zach Gallen. Uh, but since then, um, Beatty hasn't been productive, of course. Um, didn't pitch in 2019, or didn't pitch in 2020, rather. Only pitched uh, an inning in 2021. I, I I would assume that he's been injured. I I don't. I honestly wouldn't be able to tell you. It seems like he had a back issue. Um, I believe so. That's concerning. He's 28 years old now. Um, Slater. Uh, I should have done more research, honestly, on this front. It's 29 like, years old. Like, do you ever? Do you ever get this with with, with like Giants players where they all just kind of blend into one player? Yeah, head. for the life of me, Steve, like, like Duggar, Yastrzemski, and and Slater, like they're all completely different players. And I'm just like, yeah, giant outfield, yeah, and Dick. Well, he was a giant, yeah, yeah. They're all just kind of like, yeah, ah, uh, like I know they play for the Giants. I can't tell you anything else about them. Um, yeah. but no, Slater is a 29 year old outfielder, just turned 29 uh, last year in mm-hmm. 129 games, 306 at bats uh, or plate appearances. He had 12 home runs. Stole 15 bags uh, and hit 241, 320, 423. Uh, was worth 1.8 uh, F4. Play some center field. Mm-hmm. I believe he is a lefty hitting specialist, um, mm-hmm. meaning he's a right handed bat. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but a, a solid good player. player yeah, good player. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Def- and then player. Brett Auerbach, um, up the middle prospect catcher's second base um minor league performer so far so you know jerry depoto obviously loves those kind of guys um he was a 40th round pick in 2018 but he's uh he's kind of uh, raised his stock quite a bit um in that in a, in a pretty good giants farm system uh mm-hmm. mind you as well um so for levi stout i mean like austin slater's kind of the prize here Yep. Our back's an interesting guy. He's 23, but he's never played above high A, so he's a little bit old, on the older side for where he's at. Um, he turns 24 in, in late August, by the way, so he's pretty much playing this season at the age of 23 as well. Um, so if he gets double A, then and maybe he, and he's actually kind of on a, on a solid timeline. Um, so I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about this deal? What do you think about taking a chance on BD, who is coming off of a significant injury? Um, he would, he was out for pretty much all of the last two seasons. Um, yeah, I just, what do you think it's three years of Slater and everything else I don't really care about? Um, BD was an interesting arm and, and there's nothing wrong with taking the flyer on him. Although I believe he's on their 40 man roster, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, which means Seattle would have to clear two spots on their 40 man to accommodate these two guys. Um, Stout is probably a bit aggressive for Slater. Um, 
But also, I don't know if that makes sense for the Giants, who could really use Austin, really use Austin Slater, and and um, mm-hmm. you know, he's got three years left, and and Stout's a good pro. Like in a vacuum, Slater for Stout is fine, and you'd probably rather take Stout. Um, but we don't operate in a vacuum. The Giants are trying to win, and Slater helps them a lot more this year than Stout will. Um, and they're only paying Slater one point eight million bucks. Um, and he's a good, you know, platoon guy to have in center field. So, um, mm-hmm. I just, I just think valuation wise trades fine. Uh, but in practicality, it just, it's not going to work for, for, uh, mm-hmm. either side. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it like a, I don't know. It's, it's kind of creative. Uh, I'm going to give it like a 40. Two it's a fifty. All it's right. creative. It's a player we haven't talked about a lot. Um, it's just you know if, if San Francisco was it's rebuilding though. at all. Yeah, no, but yeah. I mean Slater's a, a plus defensive outfielder too. So, like if Slater so. was a left-handed hitter, he'd be a pretty good fit. And actually, um, you know, I mean, like he. Legit 141 WRC plus against lefties last year. It's the 38 against righties that yeah. make him, you know, the part time player. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a good fit, not a great fit. And you know what? The Giants aren't a good trade. Partner. You convince me. You convince me, though. You, I'm, I'm going to go 50, actually. Shocker. All right. Um, Dino. At Dino six two five two zero three five one. I just wanted to read that out. Um, Emerson Hancock, Taylor Jamel, and Sam Carlson for Colby, Max Meyer. Too much for your boy, though. Yeah, I love boy. Max Meyer. I love Max Meyer, but Emerson Hancock has just as high of a ceiling and probably the same floor. More or less, Taylor Trammell. We talked about him yesterday on CTZ. I'm not giving up on that profile. Now, when he's got two options left and he's only 24 years old, and I don't have a 40 man crunch, and Sam Carlson is is, I mean, eh. there's enough talent and athleticism in Sam Carlson that I really want to see what he does his second year back from that from that series of injuries he had, um, because I, I think he's a guy who could explode mm-hmm. up our prospect ranks um this time next year so um yeah I, i'll just take the guys that i have in that case um and like i said i like max meyer a lot but yeah he doesn't help me right now mm-hmm. although he might be able to help me in july but then again so can williamson and brash and kirby and so yeah, yeah i just i don't think it's a good fit for the for the mariners uh to give up this much for for one guy not even a major leaguer. Yeah. Um, I'll go. Eh, 35. I have to go 45 because Max Meyer is in it, but that's as high as I'll go. <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, of course. All right. Um, let's do one quick one here. It's a, uh, it's another Brian Reynolds trade. And I think there's another one on here as well. But uh, Noel V. Marte, Levi Stout, and Kyle Lewis for Brian Reynolds. Uh, this one comes from uh, Yandel Chuck. 
Um, don't think that gets it done. Um, but that's probably as far as I'm willing to go on Brian Reynolds as well. But I just I think the uh, the 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 Pirates say no. Yeah, I would agree. I think that's probably about as far as the Mariners would go too. Um, you know, maybe they say, "Hey, we'll give you Deloach instead of Lewis and Williamson instead of Stout." But I think that's roughly the range that the Mariners would be willing to go to, and I don't think Pittsburgh is going to do that. So, um, right. I think it's a I think it's a fair deal. It's a good deal. I just don't think that mm-hmm. Pittsburgh will see it that way. Yeah. Fifty. Yep. All right. We uh we're gonna try to get to as many of the remaining trades as we possibly can. Just a moment, but real quick, a reminder this episode of Lockdown Mariners is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in a couple of weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Colby, we got quite a few trades remaining. We're going to try to do as many as we can. Let's start with Jake Sorensen at Jake 67 Sorensen on Twitter. Emerson Hancock and Evan White for Tyler Glass. Now, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Emerson Hancock for Tyler Glass. Now, no, Uh, not for a guy that's not going to pitch for you this year and a guy that's going to be coming off of a significant injury and surgery in 2023. And that's the last year of his control of his club control. No, Um, there are a lot of risks involved in taking on glass now. And I'm not giving someone up in my top five, my top 10, my top 15, probably going to start somewhere in the 16 to 20 range for glass now. And even then I'm a little bit hesitant because there's a chance that I get Tyler glass now he doesn't pitch for me in 2022. Then he comes back in 2023 and he's got to work through things. And he's just not able to get back to where he was or even come close to that. And in the end, I get what, maybe five good starts, 10 good starts out of him. It's just not worth it. So yeah. Um, and also I don't want to give up on Evan white, right? Like I, I, a lot of people want to give up on Evan white all of a sudden. And uh, I don't yet. I believe in Evan white. I hope that he figures things out. I think he will eventually. I think he has all the athleticism in the world to make it work and, uh, and all the tools, but yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, these two guys for, for glass now, absolutely not. I, yeah, no, this is a, this is a flat out. No for me, Colby. Yeah. Um, this is like relegating Emerson Hancock to just first round bust. Like you're already calling him a bust uh, to trade him for this. Yeah. And you know, even if Glassnow had two years left and he was healthy, yeah, I could see it. But he's not, and he doesn't. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's just it's it's a no for me. Just nope. I'd laugh at the Rays if they called and offered this trade to me. Yeah. Um, is it too mean to give a 20? I mean, <laughs> it just, I just, I, I don't see how this makes sense for the Mariners at all. Like what, what do the Mariners get? And yeah. then, 
maybe you know maybe the uh person who sent in this trade maybe they're not aware that glass now is going to miss all of 2020 um you know i, I don't know you let us know jake sorry 2022 um yeah let us know jake what what, what your thought process was behind that but it seems like your thought process is either Hancock is never going to pitch in the big leagues. He's a bust or glass. has got two years left and, and he's going to pitch, you know, he's going to give the Mariners 50 starts for Emerson Hancock. It's got to be one of those two, I think. So, uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. 25, 30, somewhere in there. Like, eh. yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Tanner at Tanner V two Oh two. If we miss out on Conforto and, say a Suzuki, uh, Ian Happ for Connor Phillips and Taylor Trammell. Um, so Ian Happ's got some versatility, mm-hmm. play some center field, play some kind of. infield, of course, kind of, you know, that's a whole thing we could get into, but, um, eh, I don't know if the Cubs would do it for Phillips and Trammell. Maybe. I feel like that's a good, like, that's good compensation. I just don't know if they would do it. Um, hmm. Ian Happ's a pretty good player for the most part. Had some, has had some inconsistency woes, but eh, I don't know. I, it feels like the Cubs would probably maybe think this is too light, but um, Phillips is a really good prospect. And I mean, Taylor Trammell is a, a guy that we talked about again, like I, like you said earlier, we talked about on CTZ and, and why there's still a lot of hope for, for Taylor Trammell. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything more than this. And honestly, if I'm, I'm the Mariners, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I feel like there's probably better, like overall like more beneficial options in the outfield than Ian Happ for me in terms of like what's what it's going to cost yeah. me what kind of production I'm going to get back because like I feel like I would rather sacrifice like sacrifice some production from Happ to keep Phillips and Trammell and go get I don't know go take on the contract of Kevin Kiermeyer or whatever you yeah I, I think um it's funny, you know, the the more games you give Ian Happ in a year, the worse he the worse he gets. Um, his two best seasons were fifty eight games played in twenty nineteen and fifty seven games played in twenty twenty. Um, you know, aside from those two seasons, he's been a good bat. He's above average, but not a great bat by any stretch, and yeah, not a, not a great defender anywhere. He's never had a two win season, believe it or not. Um, mm-hmm. He strikes out quite a bit. Um, thirty percent in his career. Um, does take walks. Does have power, and like you said, he can he can play multiple positions. Um, not super well, but he can he can play them without killing you. He does have a couple options left, and you do get him for two years. So there are some positives. There are some negatives. Um, overall, like I wouldn't be mad if the Mariners did that, but I would say there would be a high probability that they end up regretting that trade uh long term um but i mean if if you can Mm -hmm. get if you can get ian happ to do what he did in 2020 but stretch it out over the course of 140 starts instead of 57 then you know Mm -hmm. you have a you have a five six one player legitimately so um can Mm -hmm. can ian Happ do that though yeah not sold on it yeah tanner has another deal it's kind of smaller 
Um, so it's one with the with the pirates, Cole Tucker, aka Vanessa Hutchinson's boyfriend, and uh, Jason Shreve for Justice Sheffield and Donovan Walton. Um, eh. I mean, eh. I guess fine. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have. I don't really have any opinions on the deal, one way or the other. Quite frankly, this is one of those deals where you're just kind of eh, shoulder shrug, you know? Yeah, like like if it happened, uh, fine. Yeah. But eh. Tucker for Sheffield is fine, but it's like, is that really an upgrade over Dylan Moore? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Like I, uh, I don't know. Um. So yeah, that one's just kind of a meh. Um, yes. Yeah. The, and Half deal, Ball. I'll give like a 45. This deal, I'll give like a 40. Dude, you're a straight savage. Ha 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 ha. Um, I, I'll, give, I'll give the half deal a 50. I think it's interesting. Uh, I, I could see it kind of swinging both ways there. Um Mm-hmm. The Moore deal and or sorry the the Tucker and Sheffield Walton Shree like eh, indifference is that a grade? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, indifference g- out of eighty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a fifty. Like I think the valuation is fine. Like I just I I don't care about okay. it one way or the other. And but I, I understand sure. the logic behind it and it, it does make sense a little bit of sense for sure. both sides. Sure, sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for joining us here on Locked On Mariners for Colby Patnode. I'm Tidane Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez. It's D-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11. That's C-P-A-T-1-1. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen of the day, just like you do here every day. We greatly appreciate your support. Now make your second listen of the day Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. And just like us, their show is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. So have yourself a beautiful baseball weekend, and we will see you on Monday. Peace.